0: Hello and welcome back to AB World UK. Uh, it's been a little while. I'm not going to uh, go without mentioning the break. Uh, we had the whole of the summer off. We all took far too long, but we cannot wait to get back in and stuck into uh, a next round of episodes with you. So joining me as always is uh, Mr. Mark Sumner and Mr. Andy Sharp. How are we doing, gents?
1: Hello. 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 Welcome back.
0: Uh, it feels good to be back, doesn't it? It's been far too long far too long I've had so much stuff going on over the break I know you guys have as well but uh, pleased pleased to be rejoining you
1: I'd like to say we took a break for summer installs that's what we're going to discuss
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah there was a summer installation in my back garden with uh, my wife's (laughs) new counselling practice but uh, yeah there's plenty of other stuff going on too which I'm sure we'll get into over the the course of the next few episodes this week uh, we have got a very special episode based around the UC Expo so we all attended the UC Expo recently um, apart from Mr Mark Sumner um, you were poorly buddy couldn't make it
1: yes yeah, so unfortunately couldn't get down there the one show of the year I wanted to and unfortunately I uh, was isolated with the family but you know I think it's uh I think you'll tell me how great it is today
0: yeah I mean we were out and about around the show and uh, myself and, and Mr Sharp were talking to um, lots of people, friends, old and new. And we managed to get some interviews uh, out with uh, with a number of people asking them about their experiences of UC Expo and what they were looking to get from from the show. I think overall, I think we can summarise towards the end, but a good experience, wasn't it, Andy? Yeah, had a great time,
2: to be honest. I'm just happy to be out the house. But uh, the show itself was really good. It's just sort of that year now where everything's sort of getting back to normal, uh, where we're getting used to maybe um being out of shows a bit more regularly than it was it was sort of like a special event last year but now it's uh yeah i can at least i feel justified in having a moan about how much my feet hurt
0: <laughs> those thin carpets at trade shows we've gone into that before awful
1: one thing i did not miss was my feet hurt, not gonna lie i enjoyed staying at home <laughs>
0: It's amazing after not doing it for so long, going back in and and being in and around a trade show. How quickly you get back into the groove of it, but also the quickly you remember the pitfalls of what is a trade show <laughs> um, and and all those killer things. So, uh, but we were all well prepared, Mark. I guess. This episode is probably going to be for you to to find out from us what what we got up to. So uh we want to tell you all about it. What what is it you want to know?
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think this will be the first time in about 10 years that I won't know what happened at the UC Expo. So you're gonna to have to fill me in completely. So my first one was Did any of you get to see Jensen Button? Uh
2: so I saw him. I, yeah, I, I saw him in the queue, and I saw him walking in to do the little in the little speech area and stuff. And uh, yeah, no, he's uh, surprisingly average. I mean, he's very handsome, obviously, but yeah, he's not that tall
1: <laughs> compared to us three.
2: Com- I, I mean, yeah. I mean-
1: <laughs>
0: I didn't see him myself. Uh, I wasn't privileged enough. Um, so, no, uh, JB passed me by, unfortunately. Um, I think I would a fanboyed over him a little bit, though. I'm a, I'm a bit of a Formula One nut myself. So, uh, yeah, no, I definitely would have uh, would have liked to have seen him. But no, it was t- uh, too busy for
1: me, unfortunately. Oh, no. It's, it's, it's good when they have those headlines. Like the last one in Manchester, it was Gary Neville again. Another one for you, Kyle. Uh, so <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're picking these on what Kyle likes best. Well, so. I, I, you know, I've written in a <laughs> list of
0: people. Um, so we uh, will be looking forward to uh, to some of their future guests if they pick up some of the others. Clearly, clearly uh, we put our own names down on the list.
1: <laughs> 100% we'll, we're going uh, to be headlining that next year. So uh, obviously that, that was kind of, uh, he kicked off day one. For me, uh, and more for for you, Andy, because I know, uh, and you, Cal, you've often spent some time on the stands. And in Andy's case, a vendor that I don't think really have been at UC Expo before. How was that experience for them and for you?
2: Well, I mean, for me, I always love being on stands, partly because I just like having somewhere to stand, so I don't need to feel awkward. But it's grand, actually, because it's a very different experience walking around and having meetings and engaging with people than it is to manning a stand. So being on the stands, you You've got the people that come to you. Um, And it's really interesting to see how diverse the list of different people you have. You know, just a guy that's on the day out to get free pens to the most serious senior purchasing manager and a really big company to end users. And actually within the end users, we had a real sort of um, diversity in guys. So we were getting the RSPCA to the Scottish government to um, BP were there, like quite a lot of really different, unique areas of business that you never particularly sort of think oh i know i'm going to go corner the oil rig market but actually it's it's kind of interesting
0: i guess it was very similar for myself um i was very lucky because i was camped on a, a, a partner stand that was uh, at a coffee shop right in the middle of it so it's brilliant <laughs> 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 access to kit to coffees all day and just i guess the experience of being back on the stand it's been some years i, I i've done trade shows on stands myself and man those stands from dawn till dusk and um spent a lot of time uh talking to people and and to get back into the swing of of being involved in that as well and it may be a different way because um far more coffee involved but uh it was it was really good to see and i think There was a number of people that we spoke to um, and we'll play through some of the the discussions that we had around their experiences uh, and why for them things have changed slightly from previous shows. And their experiences of this show particularly versus other shows they've attended post pandemic actually have uh, were slightly different. So if we listen to a couple of those interviews now, um, you'll hear what I'm talking about. I'm here with Joe Smith. Joe, back to trade shows, the biggest UC trade show in Europe. Is it good to be back again?
3: Absolutely, fantastic. I think we've all missed doing these things um, and the more and more we've done throughout the year, you know, the greater it is to be back and seeing familiar faces and new faces as well. It's, yeah, really good.
0: And from a technology standpoint, have you seen uh, anything that's massively breakthrough or is it just a really good opportunity to showcase the technologies that you've just not
3: been able to get out in front of uh, the masses uh, recently? I think exactly that. I think in terms of the technology, um, there's been product shortages left, right and centre over the last couple of years. So I think there's certainly been a, a hold up on that side of things. And I think more than anything, it is just a case of bringing through the technology that's been vitally missed within the last couple of years, um, getting that in front of the right people and yeah, really having the opportunity to showcase that.
0: And are we all sick of the words Teams and Zoom yet?
3: Yes. One hundred percent
0: it's all uh, all we can see here uh show which is not surprising really for a, a unified communication show, but it's certainly a, a common theme with all the discussions isn't it
3: yeah one one hundred percent you know teams in zoom um alongside other platforms they're here to stay um they're changing the way that everybody is working um yeah, and whether we like it or not it's you know it's part of the future and we have to onboard that and you know, do everything we can to to make it part of our working lifestyles. You know, for now and certainly for the future as well. I'm here with
0: Jeff and Tommy.
4: How are you finding the show today? It's been a, it's been a good, steady stream. Slow this morning, but waves of good people. Very good end users, actually. Really good. Some of the resellers have brought some. Some of them on their own. So some big players here.
5: Uh, it was, we had some really good quality customers here today. It was really interesting.
4: So uh, we've had a couple of people who, who, who they have been here for an hour, just wanted to know more and more and more. So that's definitely the case with some of them. I think others are just really wanting to see anything that's different. Because we all have technology, you know, we do. So it's got, what can you do differently? Um, and not plug in what we do, but we try and present things from practical points of view. So that draws people in as well. So it's interesting how people relate to different things, really.
5: Yeah, I totally agree with Jeff But what I... What I have experienced, I don't see a lot of innovation though at in this show this year, very little innovation. Very...
0: I think from the from the, the visits around I've done to uh, a number of the stands, um, there's not really been the scope for innovation over the last few years and the things that have been done is more like updates than upgrades, um, but that in some cases has been seen as innovation because for a lot of people this is the first time they've ventured into some of these UC technologies. So. It's their first venture in. It's their first time that they've been able to experience it. So understanding that technical aspect has been really key.
5: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's the case probably. Yeah, I think that
4: we've had an interesting mix. I think the variety of, of customers or visitors has been been a good thing. You know, you get all sorts here. So some people, you know, they they know specifically what they're interested in, and they're the ones who'll take time. Others, they just want to kind of like get the first impression. So. It's a real mix there, so you get end users, resellers, big system integrators, obviously vendors, guys like yourselves in the in the channel. So it's uh, it's a good cross-section, so you just got to make your pitch accordingly.
0: Yeah? I'm here with Ryan and Kate, Ryan, UC Expo. How's it going for you? How's the show been? Been really good, actually. You know, uh, certainly yesterday, early doors
6: kicked off, um, plenty of end customers, which we were a little bit surprised at quite often, trade shows, you don't always get the, the, the benefit of that. Sometimes it's the same names and faces, but um, yeah, it's been really good. Really busy, back-to-back, uh, day two coming in and obviously looking at what we've got here today. A lot more customers coming through the door. I think a lot of people looking for around a free lunch, as they kind of uh, usually do. Uh, and it's looking like to be a busy afternoon. There's a lot more IT manager types that have come here, along with you know people who hold the purse strings. I think ultimately, you know, it, it just... Uh, gives you an understanding as to where businesses are at with their their deployment. You know, we've spent the last sort of two years of people going, Teams, Zoom, adding on Google Meet, like people have just sort of knee-jerk reacted to, we need something slightly different for our temporary needs. And we haven't really spent an awful lot of time with this back-to-office hybrid work environment. And it's only now that we're still starting to see people go, well, are we sticking with Zoom? Are we sticking with Teams? What else is out there? And I think that's been a big draw to, to this event in particular. Obviously, you've got those service providers here. And then you've got the, the, you know, the secondary, tertiary products that, that wrap around those. I think that's what people are looking for. And also, we've started to see people kind of, you know, see the term MTR as being just sort of the household term for conferencing in a meeting room. You know, we all used to have, you know, video conferencing codecs, but the perception seems to be it's MTR, even though it's Zoom or even though it's Google. And that's kind of become the new term, basically. The the
0: new Skype for video calls is is now MTR. And do you think, uh, Kate, that the addition with with DTX and and the fact that there's uh, another show here, particularly around cybersecurity and cyber, has added to the caliber of of attendees and meant that actually the people that are here that are looking at tech, uh, possibly you're getting some crossover with, with that other show to allow you to have a conversation about your technology as well?
3: Yeah, definitely. I think just going back to what Ryan has said, we've had so many end clients that we did not expect. Like my first conversation with a customer yesterday was an end client, um, so I'm just I'm surprised because usually it's just the same same usual suspects. I mean, it's great for me, like it's nice to see old industry friends. But yeah, it's had we've had that really good mix of end clients. Like, and a big thing for us in particular yesterday was they came over and asked us about our digital signage there's a there's such a crossover now between signage and screens and connectivity. Um, and I think having those other shows running sort of adjacent to this has really sort of helped, you know, improve improve the caliber of people that we're seeing.
0: So as you can see from the conversations we had, um, there's a real theme going through the, the conversations, uh, really about the need to be in and around each other to talk about technology, much more than just the experience of being around each other as we've probably seen from previous trade shows or, or events that we've attended so far
1: no and that's that's obviously the big key takeaway that's going back now to pre-pandemic times obviously the first few trade shows were getting everybody together again seeing each other and and kind of the technology took a, a backspace so how how were you know, the questions coming like you said you had end users resellers manufacturers were were they more focused in A broad sense of what they were looking for or do these people now know what they want and what they're looking to get out of their spaces
2: you know what i was getting mark was a lot of people that were coming in and saying show me how that works so they would Mm -hmm. literally come onto the stand and say i can see how it's operating literally show me the 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 nuts and bolts break it down show me how you're getting let's say you know a laptop onto a big screen how did you know Mm -hmm. physically how does it work um, and that is maybe slightly different to what we've had in in with other shows where a lot of it is, you know, sitting down, commercials talking about development and strategy. This felt a little bit more hands-on. Now I don't know if that's unique to UC or whether it's just maybe a slightly different kind of show, which has its own sort of um culture, um, or if it's just something else.
1: It's always seen as the dark arts, though, hasn't it? The UC side. So, is this just customers finally got right? I actually want the deep dive knowledge of that now, and I want to understand it to the point where I need to know if it's going to fit or not fit, or if there's something else.
0: We did a whole episode with with Jason about his traditional video conference, in mm-hmm. Dead with after after you know some major acquisitions. Uh, the 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 theme that I saw from the questions that I was I was having from um, partners and, and people that were was talking to was actually this is being used every day to some degree now these technologies and unified uh, communications uh, as, as a technology is now being used on a daily basis um, almost hourly basis uh, for a lot of people and and some people's entire days are structured by being able to utilize these technologies and because it's such an important part and it's because it's come from being a very dark art and we've spoken about it previously with the The one code point to point in uh, a a head office.
1: Go back some time. (laughs) Yeah, you know,
0: in in a head office somewhere to now being completely transformative for the way that we live and and work. There's still a skills gap. There's still a lack of understanding for a lot of people. So they're using this event, uh, these events, to upskill themselves and understand it better. And that was going the, into the deep dive with the, the the manufacturers that had come there and to present their technologies, they were they were showcasing what they were able to do now in this current space, what the benefits and features were of their particular technologies, and how they can actually be used in real life for something that's fundamentally, you know, the new way of working. So, I think that's where uh, I I certainly saw the the improvements from previous. Trade shows that I've been where there's been a real want or need to to actually upskill themselves, but whether that was done within the show floor itself directly with the manufacturers or uh, in some of the seminars that were um, scattered around the the I think I think there's a mixed bag of reviews based on that
1: and when you do discuss those sort of end users like say coming and understanding it, did you find that they are coming now with you saying? It's every day that I'm using this stuff, yet I don't know how it actually works. Is there something I can be using differently? Or was it people coming and being completely trade show people, in essence, and the reason for going to a trade show, going, I know how to use this, but I want to use your kit. How do I do that?
2: It was really more the first and the second in my experience. Mm. So we're getting an awful lot of guys that would turn up and go, look, in concept, this is what I want to do. These are maybe some of the limitations I've got. You go and fix that problem. And I think that's fantastic. If you're standing on a, if you're on a stand and you can kind of go, look, let me take what you've said, let me show you how everything works. And I can literally walk you through bit by bit. That's that's ideal. I think a lot of end users understand what can be done in a vague sense. So I can have a laptop, I can go into a meeting room and I can make that laptop be on that big screen. The nuts and bolts of how they physically do it and the features and benefits and, and the little bits on the side, not so much. I guess that's the point of what, what we're for um, in some respect. But the end users, I suppose, versus maybe five years ago, is night and day in terms of the technological advancements they've made and where they understand it. But they're still not entirely sure of, of what it is that they want to do and how they want to do it. I think this part
1: has grown so fast in such a short time. I think so many people are still in year one of a year two cycle. You know, the Teams, Zoom, Cisco, Webex, all coming together, you know, all interacting now. Some people are still, it's still standalone. I still only want Teams and a Zoom. And like I said, if they're coming now with, these are my requirements and these are what I need. That's a huge advancement from even a year ago when it was big because of the pandemic, but they're now coming with those requirements because they know that's what we need to know to position a product correctly as well
2: yeah there would have been a time where we were actively pushing products onto people and we're saying look you need to try and understand what it can do whereas i think it's turned the corner and that people already are coming forearmed knowing what it can do and now they're just trying to take what they've got and put it into their into their space if that makes sense
0: i think there's still some um you know if we look at BYOD and we look at the um you know the functionality that can come with with that or or, or bring your own meeting um solutions or as well as the the nuances or the differences between each manufacturer and you know there's still the the team zoom certification discussion that's ongoing um as to the the real use case of it and and whether people are utilizing the full functionality of what an MTR is or, or any of those those discussions that I'm sure we'll get into I guess from a um overarching theme within it the uh the customer base that we were we were meeting on a daily basis this this dark art stuff is it, it is moving away right the veil is lifting and people want to just have a video meeting between each other now they want to go into a meeting room and have the ability to meet in over video as they would have done in person for for every reason that we've talked about in the past and the enablement part that comes with going to a trade show like uc expo has been the understanding of where the differences or variations between each technology and why where that meets maybe a really nuanced particular specialist use case more than it means the overarching fact can i do video calls yes we know that we can do that with a webcam and a laptop how much do i want to improve the quality of a video call that's down to or what specific functionality am i looking for uh, looking for or price point or any of the other driving factors that's what then comes from um meeting the the vendors that, that were there and and uc expo as a show is the right space i think right now for those discussions to be taking place we've not seen huge evolutions of technology in other areas we've not seen huge leap forward in adoption in other technologies so the UC space as, a, as an overall marketplace was was a, was a real driver, I guess, for those um, attendances. Uh, we met with a number of people also uh, who were telling us about their key reasons for attending UC Expo and what made UC Expo special. So we can probably listen to a couple of those now. Tom Simpson,
6: good show? There's been a good few people coming this morning. Actually, this morning's probably been the busiest part. I don't know if you guys are well, here this morning. Um, the footfall coming straight through the main walkway has been phenomenal, especially people coming into all of the um, seminars that are coming on. It's helped us get get the ecosystem out there. What I've actually seen is more people looking at more huddle spaces rather than meeting rooms. So a lot of people are breaking out and getting rid of the actual physical old meeting room, square box meeting rooms and actually opening out and having huddle spaces that people can just walk to, like a hot desk and have a collaboration, be able to walk up, no wires hanging out everywhere, making it look nice and clean and basically for everybody to use. People have come over here and actually asking about what is
0: collaboration. I'm here with Kev and Jared Kev. A podcast legend himself. (laughs) How have you found the show so far today? UC Expo's been, as far as I've seen, um, probably one of the best from a technology discussion. What about yourself?
7: So funnily enough, I'm not shocked, although I wanted to be. The tech's been very secondary for me today. But the last two shows have been exactly the same. It's good the fact that the show is happening still. We all need shows. They should never die. But there's nothing new. It's the same conversations, the same tech showing the same regurgitated things over and over again. But the people, meeting the people, seeing the vendors, this today has allowed me to schedule more meetings in the three or four hours I've been here than I would have done in three months at home. It's allowed me to get all my ducks in a row and then work out what my plan is for the next three months to what we're going to do. So for that, well worth the trip. And there's been a load of free coffee, so it's well worth it again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Who doesn't love a free coffee? And Jared, it's definitely been evolution rather than revolution, right? I don't think it's any denying that because people haven't put the same investment into R&D but from a time invested versus a, what you get back out of it have you seen enough of that evolution that's going to pay for your attendance and inspire and, and to come back more so maybe than just the personal aspect of we all like being around each other
8: yeah not for me it has been like it's actually been a great show uh, it's the right size you get to see every stand we've got to meet all our vendors we've got to meet a good few customers as well uh, it's not too big like ISC where if you had five days you don't have enough And uh, there is some interesting technology that we've seen that it's more like a precursor to ISE.
7: The one thing I did want from the show, though, was the talks. I wanted a bit more of that. This show could be so much more. It's got the footfall, it's got the people, it's got what we crave. But as I'm walking around and looking at all the sessions that are going on, that's been limited. And the same old, same old, no one's talking anything new. I think... From a, from a people point of view, from a tech point of view, we're talking, you see, the manufacturers that are here should be invested to go into these booths and into these sessions and show tech and do Q&As, not just, not just people going in there with crystal balls talking about what they think is going to happen. It needs a bit more about that to match the people element, because if you can get both right, it's great, because as you said, the show isn't too big that you can't get round it. It's perfect for two days for it to be spot on. And I think it's still missing. But the people side, yeah, spot on.
8: Yeah, well, for me, it would be more, what can I send my people to? So if there was a better education piece of what what can you do? Like everyone's talking about Teams Rooms. It would be great to have someone talk about the practical do's and don'ts of what they've done. Um, there is some, a Microsoft session there, but it's all about ideas and the future. We're not, we do 50 Teams Rooms a week. We know what it, what it is. But our engineers would love to either meet other engineers share stories of how it went wrong like we just discussed there with, with Graham and maybe a bit more on the education side of it.
7: And, and, and that is, is right. It's The sessions that are around now, there are people that are interested in it and they want to hear that idea of what the future might be, which nobody knows, let's be honest, it changes that much. <laughs> yeah, so sat, The lottery numbers. They're sat there listening to something that's probably never going to come to fruition. But some people do still want and need to hear that. But that's all it is. As you said, where's the education piece? Where's that tech element at a tech show that says, where are them do's and don'ts of, as you said... We've all installed t Roots, but guess what? There's this little thing that you need to know that people keep forgetting. Why Do it. I use this
8: bit. Talking? that did and I got it from X.
5: So I'm here with Gavin. Gavin, how have you found the show? It was uh, super amazing. You know, we totally welcome around uh, more than 500 attendees here. I mean, we're super excited. Also, we welcome a lot of lot of new business. Previously, people, you know, how to say, they don't understand that the very, very complicated AV stuff. But now everything has come to this sim- simplified standard so that uh, you know, they are generate a lot of new interest in this regard so it's good thing everything becomes simpler basically speaking every people has their feet in the ground I mean this market but uh, to be honest the Microsoft teams is still a lot of a cooperation as well as a part of the sector main go-to so uh, I think uh, Microsoft is is really in the trend now Adam Mike and Stefan Mike how have you
3: found it well so far so good this is the third time that we've been at this event we come here because we had a good track record of interfacing with the end users and actually today hasn't disappointed. So we've had system integrators, our distributor partners, also a bunch of very influential end users. So we're, we're, we're happy. I think it is about technology, but also a lot more than that. I've, I've sat through a couple of presentations here that have been focusing on how techni- technology can drive um, the world forward in different environments. So sustainability, for example, I sat through a presentation earlier on that was fascinating about what manufacturers are doing to um, to lower carbon footprints, to, to recycle and so on and so forth. It's been really pleasing to hear that because it's something that we should all be focusing.
5: This is big enough actually to cover a, a wide range of technologies. Um, I actually attended the AV user group uh, a few minutes ago and it's a perfect example of what we can offer here at the show. So I would really encourage people to come around here because uh, this is definitely busier than last year, I have to say. So really
0: good. So as you hear from those discussions, people were really excited to be at UC Expo as a trade show. They got a lot of out of the actual show itself and their reasons for it, um, I think, were pretty clear.
1: I mean, When you look at those reasonings, obviously being there, UC Expo evolved a couple of years ago by bringing in DTX as well. So having that show as well. Were you seeing cross collaboration of customers who were finally realizing actually these things go together i need to be interested in this because of this
0: yes uh, one million percent i think the the end user base that were in attendance of the show the uc expo i think would have most of them would have predominantly been driven there by uh cyber or network infrastructure or the, the dtx show itself um and I think there was a lot of cross-pollination across both because they understand now that actually this is networked solutions and all of this talks to each other. All of this goes together um, and therefore they should be in the same place. It is a really good melting pot for manufacturers, but also for um, end users and and uh, integrators to to meet and look at the full solution from start to finish. To understand how these technologies impact their network infrastructure and what uh, uh upgrades there may, may need to be made and um, what additional functionality they need to put into their existing infrastructure to then allow them to to fulfill the functionality that they require uh from their UC solutions I'll give a much more basic
2: answer than what Carl gave. Carl gave a
0: really good answer there. <laughs> what
2: I'm gonna say is I could tell every single person that had walked over from DtX because the very first question they'd ask me is they go what's digital signage then? I don't know why. Genuinely, I thought it was a bigger thing that more people knew about. But every single person that was asking me about digital signage was um, someone that was coming from cybersecurity. And the answers were always like, oh, I didn't know you could do that. Oh, that seems interesting. It was, um, it was in a weird way. It was almost like two different worlds kind of colliding a little bit. But like you've said, cross-pollination is is kind of king now as like a, a bigger reflection of the industry as a whole av and it have never been closer and it's clear that um a lot of companies are beginning to look at how you can grow your business and not just being too rigidly stuck into one particular industry so we had quite a lot of it companies wandering over and looking at the additional potential uc and an av kind of kit that they could be uh, working with in the future
1: And I think you've got both of you got the nail right on the head there. How can the network people who are managing a network, securing a network, not understand what's on the network and the network is being used for and the infrastructure being used? Because you you give these uh, people the chance to learn how this works, how this interacts, how this all brings it together. For you, obviously, you you two were to man in the stands. I'm hoping you got some time to kind of go about. Was there anything that stood out for you compared to the last time you were there, or was there anything that you you would say actually that was probably the best thing I've seen since last UC Expo? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think
0: for me, from a, technology highlights. Not so much. I think it's more down to the functionality highlights. Realistically, the there's not been a huge advancement in technology. Cameras have moved to 4K, slightly better video quality, whether the bandwidth or the processing power allows that true 4K native. That's another story, right? But um, audio has got slightly better and, and is less impacting on networks. But overall, I think it was more down to the... Solution. I'm going to really. I'm going to make up a word, but um, and you're like solutionization. <laughs>
2: That's a good word
0: um, of the technologies where they're bringing together multiple technologies to fulfill a need and a requirement. I think where we're seeing uh, manufacturers branching out into being able to bring together multiple areas of this and understanding what is the actual use case: meeting room enhancements or um, high flex meeting spaces or. Uh, the ability to upgrade a shared workspace within a a university um, area all of them had put together some sort of idea as to a a real use case for that and and that I guess was my long-winded version of my overarching highlight for me
2: I've got to say I think the most interesting thing was just the sheer volume of manufacturers that were there this year that weren't there last year and were here this year and weren't anywhere near where they should have been two years ago. So UC as a whole seems to be growing as a concept, as, as the manufacturers that want to get involved. I mean, there was a touch of everybody putting a Zoom sticker on things and saying, see, look, we can do it too. But um, genuinely, it feels like there's real innovation coming from an, all the manufacturers w- that were there. They had something to show off, and we're proud and keen to talk to people about it.
0: Um, the- One thing that I did notice, though, and it was quite interesting for me, So I attended the BET show earlier in the year and there was maybe two or three manufacturers of um, our interactive technologies. And that would have been the traditional space for interactive um, solutions. Um, This year, I think every major interactive manufacturer or or panel manufacturer was in attendance at the show. Um, And I think that that's really the space that I would have normally, uh, you would have normally assumed would have been traditional education, entry level education, particularly for that area, but has now seen an, uh, a growth of adoption for collaboration and, and unified communication and collaboration now. And that was a real interesting to see because there was more... Manufacturers in attendance at UC Expo with an interactive offering than there was at the Bet Show, which would have been uh, as I'd have expected the, that space to, to to sit. So you can clearly see the direction of travel. I think from these manufacturers and people that are looking at adoption of these technologies, they're clearly not there for no reason. And and the uptake and and I don't think I went past a stand where people weren't interested in looking and talking to those manufacturers. So um, I thought that was a was an interesting idea, and I spoke to and saw a number of the education. Um, Uh, people that that I've met from from previous life. And you could see that their interest was um, in multiple technologies, not just in the video conferencing, but also in the collaboration as well.
1: Like I said, it it changes every year. You'll see different vendors coming, but I think that is one key, one that has grown massively is those brands that have previously been partner brands or something you've needed to work with UC now coming together with, other technologies to be a one solution to make it easier now my next question is uh, is more selfish more than anything did you go out to my favorite chinese that looks over the river
0: of course we did mark oh you weren't there of course we did
1: (laughs) honestly the only it was really
2: good as well by the way if i could just get that in quickly wonderful no thanks thanks for sharing that you enjoyed your chinese
0: mate right,
2: mark it genuinely is an excellent chinese
0: right the food is our nice. oh food was lovely yeah and, and it all the better that you weren't there bud no i'm joking <laughs> yeah,
1: i absolutely agree with you 100 percent there wouldn't have been any food left
0: see that's so
2: true at least we all got a share it
1: is it is a timeless classic of the uc sport of attending that and always going to that chinese at least one of the nights
0: yeah, it was, uh, it was definitely, uh, I definitely recommend it. Uh, and we'll, we can stick the link in the, uh, in the socials if, uh, if anybody's interested. So we also went around the show um, and mainly myself, but uh, also Mr. Sharp asking your favorite quiz question. We got some really interesting answers, didn't we Andy? We sure did. <laughs> um, so the question that was asked was uh, if you had to put any piece of technology in the bin, uh what would it be and why um we actually got a bit of podcasting uh a, a true podcasting legend uh to answer the question um in uh, kev from um the av jam podcast who was uh wandering around the show and we captured him as well now we already know they they did something very similar on their podcast with their purge uh our infocom so uh, we know a lot of their answers um from those guys but um uh you know, I think I I told him while we were there we did it first. Uh, or Andy came up with it first, didn't you?
2: Yeah, I absolutely did. Of course, I did. I will take the credit. So
0: so uh, we we asked a load of people uh, what would it be and what would the piece of technology that would stick in the bin be and uh, and why and uh, and here's some of the answers.
5: I, I think it should be uh, the print. I think it should be the print because uh, first you know it uh, caused a lot of waste and. Uh, a lot of carbon, you know, carbon footprints, because nowadays everything goes to digital, you know, everything go to online one. I mean, you know. Great question. Um, I don't know how to answer that right now. Um, I might
6: need a second to think about it.
5: Yeah, see, that's gone. I've heard that before. Yeah, yeah.
0: gone.
3: It's gone.
0: Forever. Forever. I won't go the again.
3: I think I would probably say, and it doesn't quite... At 100% of the question but I think for me it would be people consistently wanting solutions that are wireless especially for the, within the VC platforms because it's very difficult to do and I think you know the, the way that the cabling still runs and needs to run within those industries whether it's USB, Cat5 or HDMI whatever it may be um, yeah just that requirement for wireless solutions is a difficult one. Single microphones
6: probably probably ones that are thrust in your face.
0: stick them in the bin so we had some really funny answers there um mark any final questions for us anything that you really want to know about uc expo this year because i am certain that you'll be there next year my friend i don't i don't think anything's going to keep you away well you know hopefully nothing will keep you away uh so any final questions for us bud
1: i think you've absolutely answered everything i think you uh had my cake and dinner and ate it in a nice way. Uh, but other than that, I think you uh, had a wonderful show.
2: There is one very, very important thing to add on to the end of this show before we go. Um, and that is one of our own, Carl Hillier is nominated at the AV Awards this year. So we just need to shine a little spotlight on him being the man of the year. I think he's <laughs> going to be on the uh, the front cover of Time
0: Magazine if he wins. <laughs> yes. Farmers Weekly, more like. Uh, but uh, thank you, Andy um yeah i am honestly truly humbled to just be in the mix with the people uh that are shortlisted with me um to even make the nomination list it genuinely feels like a win so um thank you i appreciate that and I appreciate everybody's support and anybody that's reached out to me uh truly uh, gobsmacked by being there and, and and i really look forward to seeing everybody on the night hopefully you'll be there uh we, we promise not to record too much with our phones and uh, for posterity. Um, but no, thank you all for, uh, for your support. Um, so that's it. Uh, another episode done. Thank you so much for listening. Um, stick with us. We've got plenty more in the bag with more episodes coming soon. Um, thank you all for your support. Uh, and we look forward to speaking to you all again. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs>